On today's podcast, I'd like to talk about what does it mean to compete? I think competition and competing are all words that we use a lot as coaches and as anyone involved in sports. We we talk about the competition and we talk about what it takes for our players to compete or why or why not we're not competing. But I think we really want to look at the root of it and talk more about what competition is, how we want to try to develop it, how we want to nurture it, and how we really want it to become an innate characteristic of our players. The first question is, what drives someone to spend a majority of their time practicing and playing sports? Why do we spend so much time on youth sports We spend time, we spend money, we travel. You know, there's a lot of teams that travel all over the country. There's some that choose to stay close to home. But why do we do that? And I think for a lot of people, they'll answer that question by saying, well, it's the competition. But what does that mean? What does it mean to go out and compete? And how do we measure an individual's ability to compete? How do we develop it? How do we encourage competition? I think that's really what we want to talk about today and focus on. And I'll answer the question first. You know, people say, Coach B, why are you still engaged in softball? Why are you still on the field? You've had a long career. What keeps you going back to the field? And it's simple for me to answer that question. I want to compete. I want to challenge myself to be the best coach I can be, and I want to go out and I want to put my team on the field against the best competition we can and see where we stack up. And I I just have a passion for competition. You know, I started as an athlete at five years old playing t-ball like most people did and had an opportunity to play up into college and, and play some ball after that. And, you know, it's one of those things that every time I go back to the field, I get that feeling in my stomach that it's time to compete. And and I've told myself that the day I don't have that feeling and the day that fire for competition isn't there, that's the day I'm not going to do this anymore. So, you know, yes, 50 plus years, it's been a great career and it's been a great run. And I don't know how much longer it's going to be, but I know this, however long it is, I'm going to go out on the field with the same mindset that I'm there to compete to be the best, okay? So that's my answer to that question, and that's my answer to what fuels my desire in the game. So let's look at it and and really try to define competition, you know? I have a lot of coaches reaching out to me now. A lot of our teams are playing, and coaches will call me and they'll say, man, we're just not competing. Well, what is that? What, what, what do you mean when you say your team's not competing? Well, they're not playing hard. They're not executing in key situations. They're just not doing what we need them to do. Well, are we teaching them those things first? You know, there was a time that, being competitive, that was just what we did, right? Because competition's not just uh, just a part of athletics. 
you know, competition's a part of life. Competition is, is there's competition for our athletes, our, our daughters in the classroom and their academics. They're competing there every day. We know as adults, as you move on into the workforce, you're going to be competing for advancement in your job. You may be competing to get your first job, but there will always be some level of competition there. And I think that competition is what drives us. And I look at where our players are today, where young people are today. I, I, I don't see that. I don't see the innate characteristic of competition in a lot of our kids. I think that sometimes we do more to buffer and squelch competition than we do to promote it. And I think that's where a lot of the problem lies right now is kids just aren't kids just aren't competitive because they haven't had to be, right? You know, we like to use the word entitled. I'm not sure I know what that mean that word really means. We use it a lot to describe people, but I think when it comes to competition, you know, we've gotten into this era, I think the last 10 to 12 years, especially in softball, we had the showcase era, right? And we kind of squelched competition during that era because the score on the scoreboard didn't really matter. Teams were out playing games with the idea that they were showcasing their individual talents for college coaches watching the games. And now that I'm on this side, I, I look at things the same way I did as a college coach. When I was out recruiting, I wanted to find players that could compete. And I wanted to find the players that had that passion for winning because those were the players we needed in our program. And today I talk to a lot of college coaches and you know, they'll say that's the one characteristic that they see missing from a lot of players is, is that that drive and that passion to really go out and compete and, and take their game to the next level. And I think that, you know, that's that's our fault. We created that with the showcase model, and we created that by creating all of these national championships that the teams have an opportunity to go and play in. And, and now there's this mentality of, you know, I don't have to compete to be the best. I just have to go out and play and showcase my, my talents. And, uh, you know, fortunately for those teams that were involved with the, the Texas fast pitch league, we're a member of that league, and we're also a member of Alliance Fast Pitch. And, and I think that, you know, fortunately for us, we're bringing competition back into the game. And in order to get to a national championship, we actually have to qualify to get there. So we have to go out and compete every weekend against great teams to try and be one of those teams that gets an opportunity to advance to that national championship. And that's why I'm really excited about that model. I applaud the people that, that have put this model together, and, and, and I'm excited to see it continue to grow and move forward. But really, I want to just, today I want to kind of talk about competition. How do we teach it? What do we learn from it? Why is it important? And first off, I think competition is critically important because it teaches us to strive to be the best. It teaches us to really go out and hone our skills and develop our game so that we can rise to the level of being one of the best and being able to succeed. 
and not only individually, but as a team. And I think coaches, I think it's important that we stress competition. You know, we're not going to be a win at all cost, but yes, we're playing the game to win. And, and we want players to understand the processes and the philosophies it takes to be successful. We also want them to understand, you know, hey, every time we play a game, there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser. And sometimes we're going to be fortunate to be the winner. And we want to learn from what we did to be able to be the winner so that we can build on that and hopefully develop into a very competitive, successful team. We want our players to be able to look at it and say, yeah, we did that really well, and this is what we need to continue to do and focus on and create our identity as a team and as a successful team with. But I also think that we have to learn that there's the other side of the coin. Yes, we're going to win, but there's also going to be times that we're going to lose, and we have to understand how to lose. And, and I think we have to understand sometimes that you know, losing can be a teaching tool because it gives us that opportunity to really self-evaluate as players. And I went 0 for 3 today, and I had three errors. What did I do wrong? Did, did I not prepare properly? Was my head not in the game? Did I not have control of my emotions? Were my mechanics off today? What was I struggling with that caused me to not have success? And I think that self-evaluation becomes critical. And then I think as coaches and as players, we need to look at our team and say, why? Why were we not successful? You know, without pointing fingers, you know, I don't think there's any one play in a game that costs a team a game. You know, so, you know, Susie missed a ground ball with runners on second and third and two runs scored and we got beat by a run. I'm not blaming Susie for that loss. You know, yeah, did that play a part in it? And and do we need to do a better job of fielding that ground ball and getting out? Absolutely. But what else could we have done better as a team as a whole throughout the game that would have not put us in that situation in that one play? I think that all of those become really important teaching tools. But again, I think the real key for us is competition teaches us to strive to be the best. It, it creates a desire and it adds purpose to what we are doing. And I'll be honest, even with my team that I coach right now, sometimes I don't see that desire and that drive. You know, we played in a great tournament this past weekend and played some of the top teams in the state of Texas. And I saw intimidation in our players' eyes. I saw them being intimidated by some of the teams we were playing and some of the talent that was on the field rather than a drive and a passion to say, okay, they might have more accolades. You know, they have a Big 12 school on their sleeve that they're going to, but I'm going to come out here and compete and prove that I belong on the field with these players. And I know a lot of coaches out there that feel that way. And we have those conversations that, you know, teams will predetermine whether or not they think they're going to be successful in a game and they play to that level. Well, they're better than us.
you know, they're a national team or, you know, they did this, they have this number of, of division one players on their team and we're just not as good as they are. So a team shuts down and really doesn't go out and compete. And I think those are the situations that we want to avoid and we really want to coach our teams to get out and play through. You always have that opportunity for an upset. The underdog always has an opportunity to go out and play well on any given day, right? Any team can beat any team on any given day. So I think we have to understand that we're looking to get that drive and that passion, and we just want those players to go out and take the field with a purpose, right? Let's have a purpose today. Let's compete, okay? And I think a big part of competition is goal setting, you know, for both the individual and the team. And what is our goal going into this weekend? What is our goal going into this game? What's our goal for the fall season? You know, what do we want to see accomplished this fall? And, and I think that players need to make their goals. Teams need to have goals. And I think you should revisit those goals with your team. You know, we, we, we're fortunate. Our first real big tournament is coming up in, in a couple of weeks. And we're going to sit down at our next workout and we're going to talk about our goals. We're going to talk about our goals going into this weekend. We have a, a big event in Houston, and it's going to be important because it's the, the first weekend that the Division One coaches will be out at the field, and there'll, there'll be a lot of college coaches from all levels at the event. What are our goals? You know, and I'm going to challenge our players to set their individual goals. And I don't want those goals to be outcome-oriented, right? Well, I want to go four for four and hit three home runs. I'm not sure that's a controllable goal, but I want to contribute to our team's success. You know, I, I want to do a better job of being a leader or being a positive force on our team. You know, I want to, I want to make sure that I play solid defense and my mind's in the game. Those are goals that, that we have to look at and really use as we try to teach competition because it, again, competition's not winning or losing as an outcome. It's a mindset and a drive or an, an internal purpose going into the competition. It's not at the end of it. It's going into it. And, you know, I think we have to look at it and say, how are we going to prepare to compete? We don't just compete on game day, we don't just compete when we play the good teams. We, we have to compete at practice, and we have to compete, you know, prepare for competition when we're doing our lesson work, when we're working on our own. And then when it comes game day, how are we preparing to compete before that game starts? And you know, I think when we talk about goals, I hear a lot of coaches talk about, well, we want to compete at the highest level. Well, what's that mean? We just want to play in that tournament because it's a high-level tournament, so we're competing at the highest level? Or do we want to make sure whatever level we're playing at, whatever event we're playing in, that we're going out and we're competing and we're playing the game the right way, we're playing hard, Everyone is engaged. Everyone has a purpose. And we're having success as a team 
in whatever event we're playing. To me, that's competition. Because if we're just wanting to compete at the highest level and we just go out and schedule tough tournaments every weekend, but we're not having success and we're not playing hard and doing the things we need to do to compete, well, then we're just average. And average is never a goal in competition, right? Striving to be the best is the goal. Well, if you're playing a game, how are you the best? You win or you give yourself an opportunity to win, right? Again, every game, there's a winner and a loser. Well, that competitive player and that competitive team's mindset is they're going to do everything they can to avoid being the loser, okay? So I think when we talk about competition, that becomes critical. And, you know, again, we spend a lot of time in select softball talking about recruiting and trying to promote players to the college level. And as I said at the start of this, when I was a college coach, I looked for players that were competitive and played to win. And that's still the case today. Coaches more than ever are looking for players that can compete and make their teams better. But a lot of coaches I talk to will say that the ability to compete or that innate mindset of competition is probably the one characteristic that is the most absent on the recruiting trail today when they're out watching teams play and when they're out watching players play. So I think we have to understand as coaches, we've got to bring competition back in. And, and there's ways we can do that for the individual and there's ways we can do it for our teams, you know, because the world has been about competition for a long time. We're not just talking about it today. You know, it's the fight or flight response that, that has been taught in school. And we talk about it all the time. Are we going to stand up and fight or are we going to turn and run? And, and I think those that are competitive their response is, we're going to stand and fight. We're going to give everything we can to be competitive today. Well, that's it for today. I want to thank everyone for listening, and I hope you're enjoying Talking Softball with Coach B. I ask you to subscribe through your local podcast provider. You can also follow us on Facebook.com slash Talking Softball. gives you an opportunity to provide feedback and also provide any questions that you might want us to answer on an upcoming episode. This has been Talking Softball with Coach B and I want to thank you for listening and I hope everybody has a great day.